Free agency is just around the corner. Larry Kruger is joining me for an extravaganza to break down who's available that the Warriors could sign for the veteran minimum. We're going to break that list down next, and I'm going to quickly talk about Ty Jerome because the fact he might come back has made me depressed, has made me angry, has not made me happy. We're talking about all that and more next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, on YouTube, where every live show is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Locked on. You can follow Larry Kruger, host of the Krug Show, on all. Actually, I don't, I don't want to say all social media platforms, but certainly on Twitter at Sports Larry K. You can follow me, Cyrus Otzes, on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Larry, how are you doing, brother? What's doing great, man. Good to see you. Fired up. Talk a little Warrior hoop. I was uh, did a couple shows earlier this week on the Warrior flagship, ninety-five-seven. The game. Nice. Um, you know, I've I've done shows with Dan Dibley this week. I know John Dickinson, and just because I can say I know John Dickinson, that means I know an awful lot. No, no, um, no, but um, I'm fired up, man. Free agency. I've got a pretty good, uh, you know, you know me. I'm always uh, kind of passionate about seeing the Warriors get better. And, um, you know, it's going to, unless they're willing to make a major, major move, and I suggested that they should uh, this week, and, maybe even move off Clay Thompson. And it doesn't make me happy to say it, but I just don't see them getting like appreciably better yeah. um, by just rolling it back, getting these, my, these, uh, sal- you know, two or three salary minimum salary guys adding Pajemski and uh, TJD and getting, even if Draymond green comes back, I don't see that overtaking the Denver nuggets or so do I give the warriors a shot? Sure. But Joe Lacob seems like the kind of guy that wants more than a shot. Yes. So, um, yes. but then, you know, you watched uh, Steph and Clay play golf today and Draymond, and it's like hard to even entertain the idea of moving on from, from uh, Clay Thompson. So yeah. then it makes me wonder, would they move on from Wiggins? I don't know. I mean, it's a, you know, they get, I don't know that they can, let's just say this. I don't, I really hope they don't move on from Jonathan Kuminga. And even if they did, he's only making six million dollars. So I don't see like a six a player coming back for Kuminga right. that vaults them into title contention. Moody makes three point nine million. I don't see a player for those two guys. I guess if you parlay them into a certain piece and and hit, you know, maybe it's possible. But um, th- their options are limited unless they're willing mm-hmm. to move either Wiggins or or Thompson. Exactly, because I mean the only other player that. You could throw in a trade. At least I could see it. It would be Gary Payton the second, who's making close to nine million next year. Um, but you're right. Unless you look, and you, I think you would be foolish to trade Wiggins. That contract is so cap friendly. He's still at the peak of his powers. He's 28 years old. To trade him, I think would be foolish. I, you know, I if do you're too. Trade but you know anyone, what? When I, when I suggested trading Clay Thompson, 
it was like, um, you know, I, 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 I put a hit on Santa Claus. I know. I look, you, I, th- and that's the bottom line, man. You have Warrior to, fans love Clay Thompson. Of and course it's they, like, and they should. And they should. How could yeah. you possibly blame them for being upset at the, at the notion of training Clay? This is all about putting sentimentality aside and, and getting that fifth ring for Steph and getting that fifth ring for this dynasty. I think that's the goal. If that's your goal is, is the, the, you know, the peak, the, 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 the prize that is the hardest to attain, which is that world championship, the Larry O'Brien trophy. You got to put sentimentality aside, man. One of the worst things I think in sports that any GM owner coach can do is hold on to a player who is past his prime and worst a player who's past his prime, who doesn't realize they're past his prime, who lacks the self-awareness to know that, Hey, I'm, you're not the same guy anymore. And clay is not the same guy. Something tells me though, he doesn't believe that. He doesn't think that. That's scary. Yeah. Um, so that, it, I would, I, if I would, I'm not interrupt you, but if I was, if I were the Warriors, I would, I'd pull Steph Curry into the office and just say, Hey, look, Steph, it's Dunleavy and Joe. Let's come on in and let's talk it over. Yeah. And I would just say to him, you know what? If we, you know, make a move with a Kuminga or a Moody or somebody like that. Um, we feel like we can do this. And if we move all, you know, do you, I guess the question is Steph, <clears throat> we can give you a chance to win a title or we think yeah. we maybe can give you a better chance to win a title, but do you need to go out with, uh, with Draymond and, and clay? I mean, and if he says, I've got to have Draymond and clay to the finish. Okay. Well, we're going to build the best team we can build under those parameters. Um, and if he says, you know, um, I, you know, I, I, you know, it really depends because I mean, to me, I, Wiggins is the, has more game left than clay and he's younger and he's got a more favorable contra- contractual situation. Cause clay, I think you're right. He's going to want $30 million a year. And I don't know that he's a $30 million a play, year player. At least he's going to make 43 this year. Um, but do you move off Wiggins? I think the fan base could stomach a Wiggins trade more than separating from clay and maybe even Steph Curry, push comes to shove could stomach moving off of Wiggins easier than moving off of clay. I'll say this. It actually makes Dunleavy's job easier because I think finding a match for clay Thompson would be very difficult. And I think you'd clay would have a seat at the table and deciding where he wanted to go. Where finding an, uh, another trade for Wiggins, I think, is actually easier. He matches up with more teams. There's more teams that ha- would have interest. I just don't know if it's the right move for your basketball team. Uh, do you need to get older and put more of an investment in Clay and and you know the big three? But maybe they do, and maybe that's maybe that's the deal. But I I'd be very interested to know from Steph if they could get a player or two that would make them, you know, a better chance of winning the finals. Would he be okay with with trading Clay Thompson, or is it like Three Musketeers, where we came in, we're going to go out all together, and those are the parameters, and figure out another way to win? Because I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't know about you, but I'm not in a real rush to move Kuminga or Moody, and um, and you know Wiggins might be might be the guy I would move, but to me Thompson's deal is the one. That would shake Suddenly. it up and and Suddenly. give them an opportunity to maybe add a. I said Carl Anthony Towns. It was amazing to me how many people, how many Warrior fans from ninety five seven the game just crapped all over the idea. Well, let, me say, Larry, let me say one Carl thing, Anthony Towns. I, I have nothing against ninety five seven the game. You, and look, you fill in there. 
But I, I hear a lot of opinions from from the hosts of that station that are so out of left field that that are so either nonsensical or they come straight from the Steve Kerr propaganda machine. So I, I can't. I love your station, but I when it comes to Warriors opinions, I, I can't listen to it. I can't because if I listen to it, I'm gonna maybe get persuaded. Or I, I, yeah, I can't buy into that, man. Like like John Dickinson, who you who you bring on your show a lot. The last time he we were doing a show together with you, he said he was the one who said Kaminga was not efficient. That's public. That is on your show. He bashes Kaminga regularly, but I'm with you. If Kaminga actually gets an opportunity to play, yeah, I love it. But I don't want Kaminga to stay on the team uh, if Kerr is going to continue to jerk his minutes around. Like if Kaminga is going to be treated like a man who is behind Wiggins and GP2 on a depth chart, trade him. There is no good reason to keep him on your team if he's not going to play. But if he's going to play, let's see what he's got. Let, let's yeah. let's find out once and for all what's going to go on there. Uh, and, and the Wiggins and Wiggins can look. Wiggins can play one through four. He's a two way player. I. I don't know if you could say the same thing about Clay. Clay Thompson, I feel like if he was going to salvage his career, he would dedicate this offseason trying to become a low post player, trying to become like a like a power forward. Because all he has to do is put on muscle. He's six seven. I mean, you look at the NBA today, most players six seven can easily play down low. If Clay actually tried to reinvent his game, we saw Magic Johnson do it many years ago when when uh, he retired from the the HIV uh, uh, announcement. He came back. Uh, out of retirement once or twice. And one of those times he came back as a power forward um, and at least showed value, man. So I don't know. I don't know. But I we, I think we both love Clay clearly. I don't think any of us would be happy to see him traded. But, but if we want to see this run continue um, and you look at all the assets on this roster, his is the only one where like you move it and you could get bodies back. You can get a Pascal Siakam back, maybe. And here's the thing. Clay Thompson might not have value for a team like Toronto or Minnesota, just because he's turning 34 next year. Uh, you know, he's hobbled defensively. Uh, his shot may or may not be regressing, certainly from two-point range it has. Um, but those teams can flip him similarly to the way the Wizards did with Chris Paul. So that could be the value for Clay Thompson as well, is flip him to a team, get an asset back. That team can then flip Clay again and then get what they ultimately want. Um, or buy him or, out. Or buy him out, exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyways, but... Uh, when we come back, we're, we, I got a free agent list and Larry, okay. I'm going to play all these off, off you because tomorrow's the big day. I, I spent like three hours on this thing. I got categories, uh, and, and it's every player possible who I think will be available for the veteran minimum. So I'm very curious to see what your opinions are. Uh, and, and I'm keeping an eye out on the chat. So just in case uh, anything comes down there, uh, that I think will be very valuable for the show in terms of a potential free agent. We'll read that as well. Uh, I got to give some love first though, to prize picks. Are you familiar with Price Picks, Larry? Their ads no. are running everywhere now. Have you heard of them? No, I have not. Fill so me Price in. Picks, I feel first of all, if you can get them as a sponsor for the Krug Show, I think that'd be incredible. Uh, but but it's legal. It's legal in California. So literally, like you can gamble, but it's not traditional gambling where you're betting on spreads. It's over unders on individuals. So for example, like if it's we're in the NBA season, you could bet over unders on Stephen Curry's points, on Draymond Green's assists on clay thompson three pointers made there's a wide variety to choose from it's all about ou's and you got to pick a minimum of two maximum of six but if you nail six correct picks you could win up to a million dollars just from one card it's that simple it's super fun it's daily fantasy made easy you folks should all go check it out download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code 
locked on. If you deposit a hundred bucks, they'll give you a hundred bucks. Whatever you put in, up to a hundred bucks, they will match it. So you have double the money when you start playing. But don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Every dayers, uh, tomorrow on the show, once we find out who, if anyone, the Warriors get, we'll be back at it. So until then, I uh, just follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. That's where we announce Showtime's guest, like Larry Kruger, who's joining me right now for a late night extravaganza. You can follow Larry Kruger on Twitter at Sports Larry K. Uh, and let's get to it, man. Is there anything have you seen in the chat that's worth addressing before we uh, get to the list that you've well, seen? I mean, there's a couple. I mean, people saying Mo Bamba and Malik Beasley, uh, Mo Bamba to the Warriors from Thunderbird here down here at 1047. Um, I'm a big Mo Bamba fan. I've always liked Mo Bamba. Um, you know, I watch Texas basketball quite a bit, and um, he's just got a lot of potential. And to me, um, the Warriors need a big man who's going to, who's going to, they need to, if they're going to really, um, you know, do something, they're going to have to make a move on the margins that is not safe. That's right. actually kind of rolling the dice and they're going to have to get a break. And a guy like Mobamba, who knows? I mean, I don't know his financial situation, but he's not a minimum player, but you know what? If somebody could convince a guy like that, Hey, we really want you here. I mean, you've got, now you've got Chris Paul and, Steph Curry, and you could throw the lob to Mobamba, and Mobamba can also shoot threes. And he's in his he's in his physical prime, and he's kind of floated around. He's flashed some incredible things, but it hasn't really happened. That's the kind of guy that if he blossomed under you, you could maybe win a title. You know what I mean? Because you're talking about a big guy runs the floor, can shoot the three, block shots. He's in his prime. Probably could get way more than the minimum, of course, but. If he could see the vision of coming here and playing with, you know, a team that can stretch the floor the way the Warriors can and be a, just a lob threat, man. I mean, I, I, you know, we'll talk about it because, uh, you know, Dibs and I got into it the other day. To me, there's a certain kind of player profile that the Warriors need to focus on, and it's a younger profile than than you typically sometimes see teams that are going for one title, um, you know, go for in free agency. Um, but I think for them, it's really when you look how old their core is, you know, Paul Thompson, Green, Paul, uh, you know, Curry, uh, these Looney, I think they average like 35 years of age. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's an old team. So you're going to have to get some guys who, who are in the prime of their career in free agency instead of just older guys getting, you know, ring chasing. Yeah, and I was re and, and side note, I was ready to do this show earlier today. Uh, Kylan couldn't make it, unfortunately, but uh, then the news dropped. Anthony Slater uh, just a day ago reported um, that the team was likely not going to extend qualifying offers to last year's two-way players, Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome. And then a day later, he is corrected. He misreported uh, a, a rare swing and miss for Anthony Slater. Ty Jerome was was given and extended a qualifying offer. So he is now a restricted free agent for the Golden State Warriors. I do not want him back. My philosophy with Ty, Ty Jerome is simple. If your only skill sets are ball handling and passing, if those are your only strengths, 
You got to cross an ocean if you want to earn money playing basketball. That's not going to cut it in the NBA. He makes Jordan Poole look good defensively. That's how awful he is as a defender. I don't care if he's your third string point guard. Steve Kerr likes him too much. If he's on the roster, he's going to play. And I don't know what the hell people missed last year watching him, man. He is not an NBA caliber player, especially if you're aiming for a world championship. That just really put me in a bad mood today, man. So I really hope that doesn't actually happen. And that leads into our categories, all right? There's eight categories of potential free agents available for the veteran minimum. This is a, an important caveat because Brooke Lopez, for example, is probably going to get a deal paying him $15 million a season. So he's out of the price range. These are players who are potentially available for the veteran minimum, which is going to be, what, like $2 million a year or something like that? 2.2, something like that. Yeah, so 2.2. So here we go. And I, and I created a, a, a whole a document uh, doing this. So here is the first page. And side note, one last thing. Every yeah. category is named after a former Warriors free agent acquisition. This goes from <laughs> okay. the absolute worst free agent acquisitions all the way to the best. So we're going to start with group H of the eight categories. This is last. And this is, of course, the Ty Jerome category. And three players in this category, Blake Griffin, Boban Marjanovic, who's seven, what, four, uh, and Taj Gibson. These are all bigs. They're all old. They're all slow. They're going to be available for the veteran minimum. Any thoughts on that, Larry Kruger? <laughs> um, there's no doubt. I of this group, I would totally want Taj Gibson. Gibson's a shot blocker. He still can run the floor. Um you know, what they need is a better version of what Blake Griffin used to be, but he's not, you know, anymore. So I'd stay away from Griffin to me that of that group. I like Taj Gibson, but that's not the kind of big, I think they need a more dynamic perimeter shooting big. Uh, what did Taj Gibson shoot from, from oh, distance? I mean, he's not a three point. These are not, not all, these all. Players will be good. Three point shooters. Taj yeah. Gibson would be muscle inside rebounds. Shot blocker. And, you know, put, maybe shot blocker. I don't even know if he has who has hops, but at least some toughness inside. But uh, yeah, and he's, and they're all old. Okay. So are you ready for a uh, group G? Yes. G. I is, am prepared. <laughs> group G is the Brad Wanamaker group. Uh, and, and three players in this group, Javante, and not all these are bigs either. Right. Some of these are wings uh, who, who have, have multiple roles. So Javante green, Derek Jones, Jr., and Frank Kaminsky. Do any of those players excite you? Yeah, I love Kaminsky. I've you know I've been a Kaminsky fan since he played at Wisconsin. The guy knows how to play basketball, and he and he you know he knows how to move off the ball. It's a major prerequisite of playing for Kerr. He's really smart. He's been in the league. He his you're not going to have to coach this guy up or rein him in as far as shot selection. He can hit the three. Um, he can if you charge at him at the three. It's not like he's just done. He can put it on the deck go to the hole and find somebody else. So yeah, right. I think Kaminsky, I think Kaminsky is a really really good fit for the Warriors because he can play make as a big and you better be able to pass it a little bit, but the guy also whoever the Warriors get at the 5 has to be able to stretch the floor and be a threat and Kaminsky is. So I like Kaminsky a lot. Right. And look, I, I would personally love I would not mind Derrick Jones Jr. He's tough inside. Great athlete, one of the greatest athletes oh. in the league today. Totally. And then Javante Green is, is is a wing, you know, decent shooter, athletic, uh, not small. All right. So this is a, a group F. Um, group F is uh, named after uh, Glenn Robinson, the third and the players. Uh, he was a free agent acquisition in 2020. And the, the players in this group include Markeith Morris, Jermichael Green, 
of just of the Golden State Warriors. He is a, an available free agent. Uh, Tristan Thompson, Myers Leonard, and Bismack Biombo. I don't think any of these players, except for maybe Markeith and Jamichael, we saw him last year, uh, can shoot the three. They're all big. They can all rebound. Your thoughts? I don't like any of those guys anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they've all they they all have a past, you know, um, except for Biombo. Um, but I mean, a, a few years ago, like Markeith, not so much anymore. Jamichael Green, three years ago, good idea. Now. Night to night, kind of nothing. Tristan Thompson has no offensive game to speak of. He's just a horse. He, he would help them rebounding. If you're just looking for a banger inside uh, to clear people out of the way, he could do it, but I don't know. Um, and then Myers Leonard's probably the best fit, but you know, I don't know what the heck he was doing. Wasn't he caught on like a live mic disparaging yes. people? So that's probably not. Comment. That probably yeah. that probably won't fly too well in the Bay. So, but he came back. But he did come back last year. Uh, played for the Bucks. He's still relatively. What do you shoot from three? Because he's a good shooter. Yeah. he's a good shooter. Yeah, I mean, so, he's the only guy that fits out of that group. But there'll be bad pub and bad PR if you if you signed him. That's true. Yeah, that is that is true. So, and, and again, that's why he is in the Glenn Robinson the third group. All right. So now we're gonna go to Group E. Group E. Uh, whoops, I got the wrong button here. Group E is named after a very recent warrior. Why do I keep pressing the wrong button here? Here we go, present. Okay, and that is Nemanja Bjelica. Uh, and the players in this group include a backup point guard, Patrick Beverly, who I would much prefer over Ty Jerome. Uh, has James Johnson, the player named the least... Uh, I forgot how, the, how, to, how to phrase this, but James Johnson is a player other NBA players would least want to fight, if that makes sense. That's how tough he is. Uh, and he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Wenny and Gabriel of the Lakers, really long player. Dario Saric, uh, who we just saw, I believe, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And former Warrior Juan Toscano Anderson. So that is Group E. What do you think about that? Um, You know, <laughs> I mean, are we fighting another team in the you know outside the arena? Maybe I would go with James Johnson then. If it's a, he's it's a, a nice fight. guy in real life. He's actually a very nice guy, but he's also no, the guy. Yeah, supposedly because yeah. I think he's a he's a, um, a, a MMA guy or something like that. Yeah, it was some I'm, weird poll when I was doing my research. I I forgot about that. I remember reading it like a year or so ago. And yeah, no one wants to fight James Johnson. I don't think there's ever you could ever have enough enforcers. That is one of my philosophies about an NBA team. Like the more toughness you have. I say the better, but that's just me. And I feel like, especially with this Warriors team, I, I don't know. They could use none some of these you, though. Uh, I mean, I, I love Beverly as an on-the-ball defender. Uh, Gabriel, no. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of him. Sarich, I think, was way better before the injury. Now he's thicker and doesn't, but he still has is can play make. I don't love anybody on this list. I guess Beverly might be the most, I think, the biggest impact of that group. Toscano Anderson is nice, but um, I think that, you know, he, he's, he's, I mean, he's nice actually. He wouldn't, he, and he fits in and he can rebound and he can defend, you know, Toscano Anderson might not be a bad call there if, you know, but I mean, you don't want to upset your chemistry too much if you're running it back and you've got the same group and maybe you want guys who fit in. But, yeah. uh, I, to me, I think they need more, um, Beverly would be nice, but man, that's another another roster spot to a tiny guard. But he is a pest as a defender. He is, and and I feel, and I feel you can't play Chris Paul all season. He's going to have to get nights off. He's probably going to get to be on a minute restriction. You're, Beverly you're gonna, and Peyton would be nice together too for a few minutes every game. Totally, totally, absolutely. Play the suffocating defense. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. Again, with each group, you're going to get better and better. So now we're going to be in group D. Uh, and that is the Otto Porter Jr. group. Otto Porter Jr. was incredibly valuable for the world championship team. And in this group, you have Utah Watanabe, Mo Bamba, Maritz Wagner, Damian Lee, and Mike Muscala. All of these players, I think, except for Mo Bamba, can shoot the ball. Uh, very diverse set, sets of skill sets, depending on which player you're looking at. Damian Lee, obviously the former Warriors, Steph's brother-in-law. Still surprised they didn't bring it back last year. Your thoughts, sir? Um, I love this list. Now, they, these guys are all interesting to me. I'm not a Watanabe fan, but I can see why people suggest him. Um, Mo Bamba is the, is the guy that could really change their dynamic. I mean, he has got a beautiful outside shot. He's a big athletic, big man. He can block shots. He can run the floor. He's huge. I mean, you could throw this guy the lob all day. It, I, to me, I, I might gamble on him. He's in his prime. He's got tons of mileage left. Um, Mo Bamba, I, you know, I thought looked pretty good at times with the Lakers. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, he's not an awesome shooter. If you're really looking for efficiency, you might go Mascala because of that group. Mascala shoots, I think like 39% or 40% from three and his corner threes are down. I mean, he's just like a corner three monster. So that might be a way to look at it. Damian Lee, I think, makes a lot of sense because his basketball IQ is really high. Holy. He's obviously related to Steph. The the name though that I really think fits with like their their stated goal is Mo Wagner, and why? Because their stated goal, one of the things they love about um, Brandon Pojemski is is he's a crazy competitor. And I think one of the things they don't love about uh, Kuminga, and they didn't love about Poole, is that they're not. Yeah, the motor's and not there. Yeah, is uh, yeah. They're not crazy competitors, you know. And yeah. I think, um, you know, a guy like Wagner, I don't know that he would, you could get him for the minimum. You know, there are better at. There's better centers at everything, right? There's better guys running the floor. There's better guys shooting the three. There's better guys, but this guy's got a lot of fire. I mean, a lot of fire. And if you put and he's got, he plays with a ton of energy and he can he can hit a three, but what I just love is he's he's super competitive. He's the kind of guy that other teams want to beat up, you know, uh, because he's just like ah oh, that guy Mo. He's any he, any he, you know played in Orlando this year with his brother. They had a ton of depth. He kind of just blended in on a bad team that was going nowhere. You put him on a good team. He knows how to play basketball. He can play the pick and roll game and dive to the bucket and jam. He can he can do the pick and pop game. Um, he's he's a threat at the three point line. You can't just leave him all by himself. He'll knock that right. shot down. He understands good shots and bad shots. You know, Mo Bamba would be swinging for the, for the fences, and I'd go for him first. But Mo Wagner, in a lot of ways, is the super competitor that I think they could benefit from having. I mean, if, if the Warriors are getting it done this year, the guys on the per, on the perimeter, beyond Steph and Clay, if he if he's there, and Draymond and Wiggins, beyond their starters, let's say, they need some guys off the bench who, you know, contribute and mm-hmm. who, you know, bring something to the table, whether it be three-point shooting or points or rebounds or intensity um, and I think they don't need like old guys. They need some guys who are energetic because the reality is you may get to the NBA season's a grind. Mm-hmm. You may get to Christmas 
and Steph's out and Paul's out and Clay's out and, you know, <laughs> Green's out. I mean, you're, you got older players or at least if they're not out, they need to be liberally rested. And you're going to have nights where you're going to win or lose based on can your bench actually play. And so, you know, I want guys who are going to compete with some energy and I want guys with some skill and I want some guys in their prime, not just ancient guys. You're absolutely right. I mean, look, it's, it's, I don't know how picky they can be, but I'm totally following you on that. And that's a huge reason why they were 44 and 38 last year. That bench failed them. And it's a huge reason why the the idea of Ty Jerome just freaks me out. I don't like it. Uh, By the way, admin honor. I've seen like five of your posts. We Brooke Lopez will not be available for the veteran minimum. Okay. I hate to break your, your bubble there, but he's not going to be available. He's it's his last big deal. He has a ring. He wants money. So, uh, but his now his brother will, we'll touch on in a second. Uh, all right. So there group, is the, the one thing that yeah. makes this so exciting. I have to interrupt your side. No, no, yeah. One thing that makes this really, really exciting is that we, we can suspect who will take, you know, who, who's oh, outpriced, but let's be Dante DiVincenzo came for very little last year. True. Um, you never True. know what player is willing to take, especially some of these younger players who have been in losing situations over and over and over again. I bet you, if you, I mean, think about it. I'm just thinking about it. If I put myself in their shoes, if I'm a young player and I've played, I don't know, four or five years in the NBA and I'm watching the playoffs every year and the finals every year. And my team's just worlds from that. And it's like, does it really matter? And I've already made, I've already made $75 million or some ridiculous thing. What, you know, um, do I want to win a title and maybe make a little less? And then who knows? Maybe teams want me. Um, I'll have more fun. I just, I think the playoffs, if you really love basketball, some, some guys play for the money, but so many guys get the money early on that then it's like, okay, I've got the money. Now I want the ring. And right, I don't care was, if well, I make, that was, I don't care if I make less. I think two years ago, that was yeah. a perfect example. He got his money and he wanted to salvage his career success you know and we don't know um, which guy is gonna you know the one thing that none of these lists ever tell you is which guy's super motivated to get that championship to the point where they'll take less for a year you know yeah. you never know that's yeah. what golden state's looking for and when i say mo bamba mo I'm, I'm hoping that a guy like mo bamba who's been in the league four or five years says you know what been on all these teams i haven't really gotten a chance to win i've been in orlando my whole career hell yeah i'll go play with chris paul and steph curry and draymond green and they'll just throw me the lob and i'll just sit there all i gotta do is run the floor and jam a little bit i mean yeah yeah absolutely um let's get through this because i know we're running we're running against the clock here uh so group uh c uh we've got three more to go and this one is named after David West, who I, I miss dearly. And this group only has three players in it. Mason Plumley, who would give you tremendous defense. Uh, he's not bad offensively. He's not a terrific three-point shooter. Alex Len, we saw him just last year uh, playing for the Kings, causing havoc playing against the Warriors. He's 7-1. He's durable. And then the third one, I think, fits into the type of player you were just talking about. And that's Nikhil Alexander Walker, who was just uh, notified by the Minnesota Timberwolves that he was not going to be uh, extended uh, a, a new deal. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. He might take a cheap deal for those exact reasons you listed. Um, the list is short, but any thoughts on that? I, I really like Len, and I really like uh, Alexander Walker. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I mean, Alexander Walker is a six-four two-guard who can absolutely shoot it yes. from range. With yes. He's 40%. got a great shot. I mean, he and he's young and he's an up and coming player. 
He's been in New Orleans, I think, right? And um, he's got a lot of up, a lot of big time offensive ability. He 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 could get he could be a really nice scorer off the bench. Absolutely, man. I'm totally with you. So, um, all right. So we got two more to go, and uh, these are obviously gonna have the best players. Uh, Group B is named after another player who just left the organization, uh, reportedly to spend time with his family, and that's Sean Livingston, one of the all-time great free agent acquisitions by the Warriors. And this group includes Dwight Powell, uh, center for the Dallas Mavericks, Kevin Love, who we just saw with the Miami Heat, uh, Keita Bates-Diop, um, Terrence Ross, who, who, who could be available for the veteran minimum, and then Tareen Prince, another Timberwolf player, Timberwolves player, who was just notified he was not going to be brought back. They don't want to get into severe luxury tax uh, uh, levels. They don't want to get into that second second apron. So that's the reasoning for them not bringing some of these players back. Uh, I don't know if Dwight Powell will be available for the veteran minimum, but he could. Uh, I would love Kevin Love personally. Any of these names uh, stick out to you, Larry? Um, I mean, how old is Kevin Love, and what did he do at the end of the la- end of the year? Because <laughs> He yeah. can, he can, you know, he can rebound. He can throw the outlet, I and mean, he's always been a really, really good passer and three point shooter. Yeah, he's intriguing. Yes. I'm always, I've, I've liked Terrence Ross for years. I mean, he's a physically dominant six seven wing who, um, you know, he, he's there's a lot to like. I mean, he to me, he's more skilled than he used to be when he came into the league. He's still a really good run, you know, good athlete who can defend a little bit. I kind of like Terrence Ross. I, he, is, he might be a Bay Area guy. Is he a Bay Area guy? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know, but I, I would love him. I was actually, he's, he can shoot the ball. He's athletic. He's a two-way player. He's what, like six, seven. He, I just feel like he fits what the Warriors look for. Um, yeah, I, I would like him as well. Um, all right. So uh, the last list the, he's from the, Portland. is going to be. He's a Portland, Oregon guy. There you go. Okay. So close enough. Uh, so group a, and this one is named after, I was thinking of naming it after Kevin Durant, but that would have been too easy. So I named this one instead after a player, which might've been the greatest free agent acquisition, not named Kevin Durant. And that is Andre Iguodala and group a includes Seth Curry, uh, who again, might be a warrior if they can work it out with uh, his brother and under armor, Robin Lopez, who actually shot the ball. Dude, Robin Lopez shot 50% from three last year. I know there was a limited sample size, but still, you can't say he can't shoot it. Uh, Thomas Bryant, who last year was a backup center with the Nuggets, uh, played for a minimum deal. If he's still available at that cost, great. And then another Phoenix Sun player, Torrey Craig. Any of them uh, excite you? Well, I mean, I have this list. I mean, Robin Lopez is at the end. I'm not a huge Tory Craig fan. He plays with a lot of athleticism. The two guys that would be interesting to me are the other two guys, Thomas Bryant and Seth Curry. Bryant's a big athletic center. He played for Denver this year. Um, you know, he's he's young, though. I got to think he's getting more than the minimum, and he shot 39% from three, so that's a pretty good one. And then Seth Curry, you know, I he's always wanted to kind of chart his own path and not yeah. – you know, playing his brother's shadow. But you know what? If I was him, if he really wants to get a ring, and why wouldn't he? Um, I, you know, I would, I would join this team. I, I think Seth Curry is also ready to play minutes, and they need players. They need players that can play NBA basketball and win games um, in the regular season. They got rid of Jordan Poole for Chris Paul. They're Pool won a lot of regular season games and scored a lot of regular season points and re- and played a lot of minutes. They're going to need guys on the bench who can actually play yeah. and maybe even start and maybe even star. And a guy like Seth Curry could literally be a primary scorer for the Warriors 
for a two, three week period um, at any point in the regular season and take that pressure off of Steph and Clay, especially if there's injuries involved. So I really like the idea of Seth Curry because I think he's, He's he's you know what he is in his prime. How old is Seth Curry? Thirty one. Part of the reason why I think it would be realistic now, because I've I've taken the whole you know him charting his own path, him bringing a brother that wants independence into consideration, but he's thirty three. So you know whatever he's doing at this point of his career, I mean he's he's coming to near the end, and if he wants a ring, this might be his best shot. Um, and I do know this that Steph and Seth, regardless of how competitive they are, they love each other tremendously they support each other tremendously and i could see if 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 steph makes the call like bro i need you i could see him coming you know what i'm saying i don't know i could also be completely wrong who knows but um yeah i mean so it'd be it would be that would be a great one it would be a yeah. great one for i mean Dwight. it would be really good to add and not only that i think seth curry's a much better player than when he was last a warrior so um, yes, he's he more established yes, he he's more confident <laughs> um you know, I think he could bring a lot. I mean, I, you know, and it wouldn't even surprise me if Seth Curry had, you know, moments where, you know, he was outperforming Jordan Poole and making that, that Chris yeah. Paul trade look good all by himself by sort of outplaying Poole and being kind of a more efficient scorer off of his, off of his brother a little bit. Absolutely. I, I mean, that's the other thing. I'm yeah. sorry. Just one last thought is that Poole didn't play well with Steph. And I think I feel like if you had Seth out there, you know, they come on. I think they would play very. It, it can't hurt to have another guy who plays really well off of your star. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, admin honor. Uh, the Warriors cannot do sign and trade, so throw that idea out. Sign it. This admin honor just has a has a an itch for Brooke Lopez, but not his brother. Um, Dwight Howard. I didn't mention just because. Um, I don't think it's realistic. The Warriors have have pretty much already said they're never going to sign him, so I just didn't bother bringing him up. Um, how they can think, people? They probably him? think he's a clown because he is a clown. Yeah, I, it's just not realistic. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't object to it. Um, and in fact, I'm trying to get uh, the band Smash Mouth on this show, and they love Dwight Howard, so I'll advocate for Dwight Howard all day if Smash Mouth comes on here. Um, but regardless, yeah. So that's the list, uh, and we'll see what happens. Free agency starts tomorrow. Um, Larry, how can people follow you, man? Promote away. Don't forget, by the way, TJ Warren is his. Was he on the list anywhere? I did not put him on the list. Uh, TJ Warren is a flat out scorer, right, and I don't he know is. if he's healthy. But I mean, you know, that right. would be another way you want to, you know, sh- you want to get yeah. back to the playoffs. I got a reclamation project. TJ Warren's a flat out scorer. The guy Agreed. went for fifties. Not that old. What is he? Thirty one. No, he's not. And so and- to me, if he's healthy. I'm absolutely interested in him. If he's available for the veteran minimum, agreed. Yeah, oh. I, I, I just, I, I missed on that. My bad. Um, yeah, maybe I missed others too. Who knows? But um, Khaled, get out of here, man. I'm, I'm just do not try to ruin the show with ridiculous asinine comments like that. A good player can play defense and be consistent offensively. He's neither. Uh, so do away with those ridiculous suggestions. Uh, anything. So follow Larry Kruger on Twitter at sports, Larry K. He hosts the Krug show. He's blowing it up with subscribers there. You're, you're almost at 20,000, right? 19,500 as of tonight. Jeez, and uh, we wanted to get to 20,000 by camp. It looks like we're going to get to 20,000 easily by camp. And, and we're really fired up to, uh, uh, to do some great stuff. Check us out in the next day. We're trying to get, uh, uh, Pajemski on the show, which would be very cool. If we can get that done in the next couple of days, that'd be very cool. Absolutely. And the Warriors are, are in the second apron. So 
they cannot sign a trade admin honor i don't miss on stuff like that uh so yeah anyways thank you everyone for joining us this was a late night show larry thank you brother love you um, love you too, bro. and yeah we'll be back at it soon uh go warriors hope they actually sign someone that has some talent uh the, <laughs> please golden state do something here we'll be back at it soon thank you everyone take care bye-bye i like that banner man you could